2: She was on forums trying to scream for help, and she kept saying to me, everyone's saying, leave. But I don't want to. At the time, I was like, piss off. Like, you're getting in the way of my gambling, virtually.
0: Welcome to The Deep. I'm Zoe Marshall. In my early 20s, a lot of traumatic things happened. And ever since then, I have had this fascination with people and their stories. This is the deep. I acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I work and live, and recognize their continuing connection to land, water, and community. I pay respect to elders past, present, and emerging. Today, we speak to a gambling addict. Elliot was introduced to sports betting at an impressionable young age and became a full blown addict for 10 years. As someone who doesn't fully understand the pull of gambling, I really wanted to know where the high comes from and what makes them keep coming back. Elliot was really candid with me and shared things he's never spoken about before. If you or someone you know struggles with gambling addiction, we will include resources in the show notes. Elliot, welcome to The Deep. Thank you. You found your way here through an interesting avenue. Your partner actually reached out to us to tell her story uh, which yep. you're attached to and I said would Elliot speak to us as well and uh, she said I don't think so and then here you are how did that happen?
2: So yeah she just got in contact and I'm just on this road to recovery I guess um, and just telling my story and she was a bit She did a workshop with you and, yeah, and she was just really like where I am in my recovery path. She was very mindful of it and it was a loose, pretty loose comment at the time. Like, oh, would you do this podcast? Would you do a recovery podcast? Or would you think about talking about it on a podcast? And I I don't know. I, I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like just pretty loosely. And then... Like it's never going to happen, and then it <laughs> happened, and she's like, Go back to me. I was like, Oh, okay, well, I guess here we are. So I said yes, and yeah, so here we are now.
0: What is your addiction? Uh, gambling. Yep, and you are a young fellow. How long has this been an addiction?
2: So I'm 29 now, and I would say. Dad addiction probably 10 years, probably 11 years. Yeah, 11 years. Yeah.
0: Since it was legal to bet.
2: Yeah, well, I had the urges when my dad would take me to the, you know, tab every Saturday after work. So I worked in a butcher shop and I got paid cash. So beauty, you know, gambling. So he would put bets on for me and then got noting like the TAB venue was like whatever, he didn't ask for my ID, so... I'd put it on and yeah, I did have the it only started with a dollar and two and then it started with me going, oh 20, and that's a big bet when you only get paid eighty bucks. So
0: And how old were you?
2: Sixteen, maybe younger, fifteen.
0: And this is a, a the TAB. Is it the tab? The T A B, yeah. how do what do I say? Tab. tab. Yeah. That was the uh the method of choice to start.
2: Yes, that was definitely a choice.
0: Did you feel a certain way from the beginning?
2: Yeah, well, there was now like doing all the work, like I do cancelling once a week, like religiously. Doing the work, it's like no wonder. Like it's like, duh. Like my grandfather was a gambling addict, like great-grandfather gambling addict. So and my dad taught me the right way, but taught me the right way how to gamble, like a dollar, two dollars. How to gamble, like have fun with it. But then, yeah, I just felt what I've, what the moment was, and I I've gone back when I was working Thursday nights, stacking shelves, and it was at the you know at the shopping mall, and in my lunch break, I'd go sit in the tab, and I was seventeen, and that's when you sort of like now looking back at the time, I'm like I'm having like I'm enjoying it. This place I enjoy. It's my bubble. At the, now, looking back, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, pretty, pretty shocking.
0: In 11 years, how much money do you think you've spent?
2: Pull a number out of a hat and times it by a million. Honestly, it would be.
0: Like hundreds of thousands?
2: Easy. <gasps> easy. And some. And yeah. And that's shocking to you, and that's and I get that. But if someone said that to me, I'd be like, yeah, I'd probably probably do that. And that's the thing I'm working on now. It's like, how much was it? How much was the number that you wanted to get to?
0: Oh, you don't have it.
2: Don't. So if you said if you gave me a million dollars, I'd be like, it's not enough. Like I need to get, you know, I need to get ten million. I need to get twenty million. I like what. It, there was no number I was happy with. Now looking back. Okay. Yeah, and that sense, was down my spine a bit, but yeah, yeah.
0: Me too because it's an insatiable, that's the addiction, right? There's an insatiable yeah. number. So you don't know how much money, but you were working stacking shelves at a butcher when you were young. I am wondering if, like, have you ever made a million dollars a year? In your career
2: no not with my career it would probably be what's a uh, hundred 120
0: and would like you now where i am have spent that
2: yeah yeah I would, it'd be in and it'd be gone in half an hour sometimes 20 minutes
0: did you win because there's got to be some kind of return right like you've got to get some kind of hit
2: well yeah like it depends, there's so many different stages to the gambling cycle. Like, I guess a win for me in relation when I was at the butcher shop if I won 20, like 50 bucks, that's my beer, that's my beer for the weekend, and I'm happy. And okay, just the damage over time, and I'm like, all right, and then when I'm 21 or when I'm sort of doing my apprenticeship, doing my trade, like earning a bit more money, it's like, I need to make back the shit, I need to have a car, I should be. You know, all my mates are in this point, so I need to be winning back, say, 50000 what I or 60000 what I lost in the four-year period of me gambling. And I was lucky that I was still at home, so I could, if I got paid on a Wednesday night, I'd be up till 11 o'clock till it came in, at night till it came in, and waiting for it, checking it, checking it, checking it. And then it was in, it'd be straight on sports bet or betting at any company um, that I could. So it just escalated. So as I got older, now I'm 28 and I'm, what, six months or probably longer, eight months. And I had little cycles of not doing it, and, and but it was just always I need to chase it. And so the last one was trying to chase. I, I had $100,000 $100, in my account and it was gone. So,
0: Oh, my God, it hurts me so much.
2: Yeah, that's reality. And that's, I don't, I don't, Look back on it now, where I'm like, f- like, sorry, I shouldn't swear, but no, you can swear yeah, what you
0: like here.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's more. I'm just like that's gone now. Like that's I'm thinking about it. That's it. It's in it's in the part and there's nothing I can do about it. Because if if I want to try and do something about it, like now and with my mind and today, it would be to gamble. Because that's and that's not the oh market.
0: shit. That's, that's the answer.
2: Well if I, if I'm like I need 100 grand, I need to make that back. I'm not going to do it in a day's work. I'm not going to do it in, you know. I'm the only way in my brain is to if I need 100 grand to get win back or try and get back that money I've lost, it's to gamble. And yeah, that's not it. That's not the answer.
0: What's the biggest amount you've won?
2: Um far out. It, yeah, I haven't told many people this. Like, I don't, yeah, I haven't told, probably told two people this. I haven't even told my missus. I, I keep it very, it was a very enclosed gambling. Like, it was very hidden, very, very private. And I'd probably say, oh, in a sitting, and this was just last year, January last year, $160,000, 170000 on what? Um, <laughs> flies on the wall. Like, honestly, anything. Baseball,
0: oh, cricket. Oh, like, it didn't matter.
2: Anything. Anything. Like, anything that moved.
0: But always, always the tab, the tab, not necessarily, or the apps.
2: I went to apps, and just so I could bet like that, but that's where it started. The tabs, um, and then I self excluded, self excluded, self excluded.
0: Sorry, what's self excluded?
2: I would self exclude, so you're just self excluded from the app. So sports bet, I couldn't. I'd be like, I got, I'm done with sports bet. but I'm closing my account. I'm excluded for two years, so I can't reopen an account for two years or bet with them for two years. But knowing the ads and shit, what we see nowadays, it's everywhere. So I can go to. Another you know, one. another company. Another one. And um yeah, when you when you gambling mind you find ways anyway.
0: It's such a fascinating thing. I get drug addiction, alcohol addiction, sex addiction, food addiction. Gambling is one that has never clicked for me to understand. I have never felt it'd be such a personal thing. You know, it, it it feels like I know the odds are against me, so I don't want to play because I know that you know nine out of ten times I'm going to lose. And I remember back with you know I I'm with a ex football player and there's big um, pokey you know pub culture and I remember being around them and. Then being at the pokies and like literally $50 went in like 20 seconds. I didn't know what I was doing. The money just went. And I was like, what happened? Like that wasn't fun. There was like some dingle dingle noises. And I was just like, why are we all in this dark seedy room that smells bad? And everyone's like, durra, 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 durra. like, I'll make the noises. Give me the 50. I'll do yeah, all that for yeah. you. What what part of it was like? Do you know what I'm saying? Like food, you get because it tastes yeah. good. If, is it a feeling? Yeah, yeah. What triggers? Did are- you? Yeah. What was it initially where you were like, "Oh, I feel comfortable here. This feels like home. I want to be here. I want to win."
2: It's funny because it's it's not it's it's like an alcohol person. I'm like in my way. It's like some an alcoholic saying, "Oh, I don't drink beer." but I'll drink vodka. That's what my gambling was like. It wasn't everything. It was like pokies, you telling that story about being in that. I look at them and go, what the hell are they? Why would you even do that? But then mine, I'm like, mate, I've got more chance of winning or my addiction. Oh, but
0: tab. Tab is your your choice. So not even casinos, blackjack. Not nah,
2: casinos. No, nah, nah, I don't even play them. I don't even look at them. I'm like, what? So it's
0: purely like sports betting,
2: And that's my triggering because I've played sport my whole life, pretty active, pretty, you know. um, Yeah, not bad at sport. Um, And just an injury from like when I was 18, I lost a lot of that. I stopped playing and I lost my drive. I lost my, like, that eagerness and that feeling of winning, really. Like, there's this feeling of winning and being right. Like, everyone nowadays, I told you so. Like, Tigers are going to beat Storm. I told you. And I put my money where my mouth was, and look at this. Like, and everyone's like that, and that was the trigger. Like, yeah, I'm right, and the feeling. Like, I get, I'm getting it now. Talking of it, like, oh, no. It with, no, no, not like the urge. Like, I can feel the feeling. I've got nowhere. I'm so far away from my next bet, million miles away. Okay, um, but I just get a feeling of you know, and that's what it is. It's just this winning feeling that you, yeah. Everyone has Can I ask
0: you a question? Because you have a partner. Yeah. You said you've been sober or, or working the steps or whatever you're doing for eight, eight months. Yeah. yeah. Like it's baby recovery, right? Like your early days.
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: What was your rock bottom?
2: No one to call. Like, but you, you say no one to call, but you, you've caused that. And that's the heart. You're sober, causing all this. You tell your parents to get fucked. You tell your partner to get fucked. Tell your mates to piss off. You're a dickhead. All these things. And so cause you cause it. they're bringing it up? They're bringing it up. They're caring for you. Like, you're like, hey, mate, can I borrow 150 bucks, 200 bucks, or get it back to you? And they're like, mate, what's going Like, and then your partner's like, why well, haven't you paid Brent? And you usually get paid on a Wednesday. And you're going, oh. I've gambled it. Bit. I, and you're like I'll get paid tomorrow. I'll get paid. Yeah, it's coming. It hasn't come in yet. Just lie, 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 and you try and track your lies. What have I told? Who have I told? It's so many different webs of stories out there. And rock bottoms are not a nice place, and it's going to look different for everyone else. So, you know, losing a hundred something thousand dollars is pretty, pretty rock bottom.
0: Because I know of people that are addicts, gambling addicts, mm. that ask people for money. The excuses yeah. come. They're all shapes and sizes and then they come again and they come again. And each person, you know, ends up saying no and then they go to other people and it's a no and a no and a no and a mm. no and a no. Do you shut out those people that turn, put a boundary up? Um, Is it like, okay, they're not useful for me, fuck them?
2: Yeah. To a degree, like it, I don't know. My gambling mind would go very. I'll s- not suck up, but I'll start like planting seeds. Like, oh, hey mate, how was your weekend? Three days before, yeah, and then going. If this comes, I'm gonna ask him for the money, and it's not my like, like I'm not that. I'm the opposite. I'm there for my mates. I'm. Like, if they called me, I'm bloody there. So, it hurts me. That hurts me more that I'm not... The gambling's whatever, but me doing that to people, that's what really hurts, like, deep down, because I'm like, I just used, used people. And I and I was so lucky that I had such good friends that would give me the money, and that's the shit thing, because they don't know what they're... They didn't know my... like. They're like, why are you asking? But, yeah, so... And that's a hard thing for family as well. Like I would always go to mum and dad and go, mum, like I'm in Sydney, like I need help, like I'm out of home, like I need money. And they're like, I can't, but they're enabling it without them. Like they're just doing their mum and dad lovely things.
0: Did they cut you off?
2: Yeah, cut me off.
0: How long did it take?
2: Years. Probably only cut me off a year ago. And I'd be asking for uh, 400, 500 bucks at a time. And yeah, which is huge money. But I look at it like that's nothing. That's $5. That's five cents. Like now I'm like, that's a lot of money. But at the time, I'm like, 500 bucks is only going to get me one bet. You know, that's one bet. That's like someone putting 10 cents down. So
0: it's an expensive addiction, isn't it?
2: Yeah, so an alcoholic can't drink that much alcohol in a night, 500 bucks, but, yeah.
0: Did your family call an intervention?
2: Um, nah, never had a real intervention because you know deep down in yourself that it's not right what you're doing, and, and that's the thing. You know what you're doing is not right. It's just the power over you. So... They never, never real big interventions, but more like, what the fuck are you doing? Like when I stole their credit card and, you know, 10 grand, gone. Yeah. This is probably 10 years ago now. Holy shit. Yeah. And I was out with mates drinking, didn't go home, came home, had a big night. And then in the morning I woke up like nothing happened. And then they were on the couch crying. I was like, oh, shit. And just my mind didn't even think of the, that they would ever find, like, what? That coming out of your bank account, you're not an idiot. Like, so, and because my dad's not tech savvy or mum, so it's like they're not going to really, they get paper notes, they get paper things. So I abused that. So they're like, until mum got a call from the bank going, what's going on here?
0: Oi caramba. So, Tell me about the shame cycle because, you know, you do, you see mum and dad crying on the couch, you feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. You want to make it up to them. The only way you can make it up to them is to keep gambling, right? Yeah. So does it almost become an excuse? Because the shame that you sit in, fuck, I I, I feel like a piece of shit. I feel awful. I hate myself. I hate myself. i got to fix it. Gambling mind comes in. You know what to do.
2: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, is that is that's that the it. cycle? Yeah, simple.
2: Yeah, and that's the cycle. It's simple and not simple because you 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 give them lip service. You go, yeah, I'm going to do better. Like I, after this, I, I don't I'm not doing it anymore because you obviously lost it. I'm not doing it anymore. I won't be doing like this at the time. Just feeding them whatever they want to hear, and then deep down you're like, I'm a fucking piece of shit. Like, and that's what makes you want to escape from everyone. You can't hold an adult conversation. You just want to escape and hide and just, I've got like a safe spot, a lake and I'll just piss off down there and not even talk to anyone. I'll shut off from the world and make it feel like they've done something wrong to me. I'll just shut off. And they're trying to call me, contact me. And I'm like, you're the assholes. I'm not. And that's, And that's not like, I'm not like that, but just the gambling mind is that's, I look at like two different minds.
0: And you lived with the gambling mind now for the past 13 years. So it would be really hard to kind of know who's talking sometimes, right? They'd be, they'd feel like lots of tricks.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. But then I've just with my counsellor, like I've been doing it with the one Christina Williams in Sydney for what three, four years now. Yeah, probably longer. Um, She's taught me to call them just like they're just thoughts, like they're just clouds in the sky. It's how you want to grab that thought. You there's so many clouds in the sky. You're gonna have a million thoughts a day, and if you grab that cloud of gambling or any what it is, you know. You know, it's what you put energy into. So it can just be a passing thought. I'm going to get the thoughts. I'm going to get... I'm human. I'm going to be thinking of gambling. It's it, not thinking of it, but just it's going, oh, you should put money on the Melbourne Cup. That was my toughest day in the whole eight months recently. And that's what I got taught when I was about to lapse, like two weeks in, three weeks in this time. I called a GA member and they got a few people in on a joint call and they go, you do realise... The more you think about it, you're still thinking about gambling. And that helped me so much. Like me, I'm not going to gamble. I'm not going to gamble. I'm not going to gamble. I'm still thinking of gambling. So, and and that's what helped me so much. Like, what? yeah, that makes sense. Like, I'm still triggering, still putting energy into that thought, into that. So, yeah, it's a lot of work.
0: It it feels like a full-time job to manage the beast, you
2: know? Mm, mm. But I don't Make want to scare quiet. people to say, like, The Beast and all that. Like, because I, I don't want people to be scared. Because if that's what I felt like when people like, made it so Too big, big. Because it's such a big thing, I'm like, holy shit, how am I meant to do
1: it? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
0: The $10,000 from the family members is hard, but what are the worst things you've done?
2: Yeah. Uh, fuck. Yeah, steal. That's up there. Um, yeah, stealing from my parents, theft, like um, thinking about hocking in my tools, to, you know, um, buying a brand-new laptop and then selling it the next day for gambling, like just so many things, getting loans out, you know, dodgy loans and parents having to pay for it, just a lot. That's just the things off the top of my head. I, I would have to go deep into my thought because I blocked out so much of it.
0: When you say steal... Have you like shoplifted steel or like car theft steel or like nah, stolen? No, not,
2: not to that. bit. yeah, don't don't get me wrong. It crossed my mind a million times. <laughs> so it's not like if people done that. Like you know, I, I thought about doing the exact same thing. Just shoplift steel. Um, did you break into homes? No, never did that. Didn't. Um, that's not really. Like, me, like, a, I don't know, I'm not that kind of person, but gambling could take me to that point and have thought about that point. Like, you know, even just the thought of, like, you're builder and there's high tools on site and you're like, I could just, you know, steal this and hock it in. But I never got to that point. And with tools in my workplace, I kept that very, I don't know, yeah, there was just something about it. But, yeah, a lot, like, I've locked a lot out with just what I've done, because I don't want to know it's true.
0: Do you think your dad feels bad about taking you to the tab after work? Yeah, one
2: hundred percent. He um, he he takes not ownership, but he takes he owns. He's like, why did I ever? And he he cries. He, he cries to me now. He's like, he used to be a hard man, very hard man. And um, now he cries to me, like, I'm so sorry. And my mum's like, I wish I had a magic wand to fix you. I'm like, it's all good. It's not your fault. Like, it's now knowing what gambling is now, I'd never do it to my son. I'd never show him it. But with him, I feel sorry for him.
0: Do you think he would have found it anyway,
2: though? 100%. Like, Yeah. It's just it was just such an early age, I was exposed to it and the time the period of time in my life it probably wasn't helpful with like the injury of sport, couldn't do sport, earning good money, and it's like, well, you know, I know what can fill time.
0: How long have you been with your partner?
2: Uh, six, seven years something like that. She might I might get that wrong, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she has Been through it being really bad.
2: Yep. Yep.
0: Have you stolen from her?
2: Yeah. Yep. As small as $5 logged onto her laptop with her password on her bank account. Five bucks for a bet on a Sunday on NRL. Oof. That's five bucks. And that was early on for five dollars.
0: And at this point have you maxed your credit cards have banks blacklisted you are you just not able to take money unless it's like a dodgy dealer or something
2: Yeah not now because obviously my rock bottom it, I've had a lot of rock bottoms and a lot of low points but I still had the strength to show up every day and I each time like at twenty two I'd max out three credit cards. Like everything. Got a transfer from one, like, oh, we'll look after your credit rating, and then I'd max that out and they didn't transfer it. So I went through a payment plan to get all that back, which is about forty thousand, forty five thousand out to pay back. So now I've sort of getting a credit rating where I am getting I got a car loan and everything like that. So I have done all that, but that was early on.
0: Okay. Cause I wonder that how you become trustworthy again to constitutions and businesses Mm, and mm. things like that. So you have to say you, like I I don't own a credit card, but say you spend credit and you don't pay it back. Can you go to jail for that? Yeah. So you did pay it back somehow.
2: That They've got these companies out here that consolidate all your debt and go, you've got. X amount of debt out here.
0: Forty five thousand. Um, this yeah. is your payment yeah, I was around, plan.
2: That mark. Yeah. So eighty bucks a week with interest. Yeah, yeah, with interest. And you did and, that,
0: and you and you yeah. committed to your payment plan.
2: Yeah, yeah, paid it off. Um, I was twenty one then, or twenty, so maybe younger when I went on that. Um, and that was a rock bottom. Calling them, I was like, "I'm doing this" because my interest was just getting screwed banks are calling me knocking on my door but then again now what two years ago or i got a car loan which is all good and i wasn't paying my car loan so i was having people knock on my door so it didn't teach me a lesson
0: like literally knock on your door yeah like do they come to your house
2: three times yeah three times
0: you just ignore emails and calls. And I ignore emails and because I don't believe
2: it's true. Ignored phone calls. But now I'd answer a phone and go, hey, mate, what's, like, what's going on? Like but there's no need for them to call me.
0: No, no. But I would be so, I'm such a, I'm a scaredy cat to authority. Like I would be like, if I didn't answer an email, I would. So you're <laughs> just in denial that they're going to put you in jail or you're just like, I'll just hide in my house. They won't find me here.
2: Yeah, yeah, just hide and it's like they've got your address. I'm like, they won't come at you. Like, what do you think? But it's like, no, they will and you owe people money. Like it's, it never got to a, like a bad loan shark or anything but you yeah. still owed, owed dodgy loans, mates, a lot of money.
0: Did you ever get into like borrowing money from like bad people that were dangerous
2: Nah, nah, but I'd, I'd threaten it with the missus and the parents like and that's an excuse, oh. another gambling mind thing. Like I need to pay these people back. I need three grand. Oh, and, they're
0: going to hurt us.
2: And that was just I used like any excuse you could think of in the book has been, you know.
0: It's wild. It's like because i I've not really, this is very new to me. I speak to lots of, you know, drug addicts and sex addicts and things but this is just so new to me and of course it's the same thing in different wrapping you know Mm -hmm. it's the same it's the same thing you come up with as many excuses ideas stories just to get your need met and it's just never met so so your partner's been with you six or seven years a long time been through a lot of the dark stuff Yep. Has she left you?
2: Um threatened a lot. Threatened a lot. Um but never never left. Which is Yeah. Which I don't know how. Such a strong woman. Yeah. Such a strong person. Like I if it was me, I would be like not saying like someone if my mate was telling me about this I'd be like, mate. Or like, I'd be like, you gotta go. Like, get out.
0: Is there a part of you that wants to set her free from this?
2: 100 percent And she was holding on hope for like the good times, like what we had when I was I was like I was gambling then. Um so it's just funny what well, was gambling when I was when we met. So I don't know myself that without gambling to a degree. But, yes, so many times I was self-sabotaging. So I was like, but gambling was always the fourth. She would always come second to gambling no matter what it was. She would always be behind gambling no matter how much I love her deep down and still love her. Gambling will always come first, and that's the sad thing. And she always said it, I'm always second to gambling. And so I do have that. Where it's like and there and it's a lot to work through as well we've tried to work we're working through of like there's a lot of shit that she's bringing in like from where I'm like I'm forgetting the last ten years, twelve thirteen years, but she's still holding on to those memories, and that's the hard thing, and I can't knock her for that like as if you wouldn't but i'm yeah where i like gain trying to gain strength from it where yeah
0: she's still got some trauma around yeah. those episodes and needs to heal but then you'd feel so shameful and that would bring up other things for you and yeah so you're learning how to navigate together
2: yeah 100 percent. yeah trying to work mm. through it together and we we go to like a counselor like a, my counselor and just Communicate in a neutral so there's no like you like I'm right you're wrong it's it doesn't get to that point it's just like, all right, this is how we're both feeling, not all the time, but yeah,
0: how do you feel about the future and you know addiction is almost you know like it's kind of a lifelong situation,
2: mmm
0: and you take one step at a time, and you know I know about all of that. But are you hopeful, but also realistic about what recovery looks like?
2: Mm, yeah, hundred percent. And that's what that's what I say. My girlfriend tries to work for and try to plan for things, and I go, I can't. Like being honest with you, I can't. I'm literally a day at a time and and that's what she's trying to work six months ahead 12 months ahead because that's what a normal couple does at the end of the day a normal couple it's so normal for people to work weeks ahead three weeks ahead. like but for me it's I just need to worry about how am I getting through today not getting through because I'm I'm deep in my recovery now but it's yeah I'm just... Tomorrow could be the worst day I've ever had, so I just need to do what I can to do that. So that's what I am mindful of and she's wanting things and it's like, well, we need to be realistic about it. So gambling will always still be first, I guess, now just speaking out loud because it's the recovery. Uh, I need to be gamble free, otherwise my life shit and our life shit together. So um, it's a sacrifice I guess she's making.
0: It's gonna be interesting talking to her as well. I'm um, wondering, do the people get paid back the money that you've taken?
2: No, I'm not my parents. I've probably owe them. Couldn't imagine. And which is sad. But that's why now I'm like when they pass on, I don't wanna Dime. I've taken. I've bled enough out of the stone. I don't want anything from him. Um, because, yeah, I I just don't want that. I've done enough. But yeah, my mates, yes, because they've held myself accountable.
0: So everyone's a little bit different. There's some people you got to pay back, and some people you got to pass. Have you paid back all your dues?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Paid them all back. So, Have,
0: Have you lost friends?
2: Um, no, I'm pretty, pretty lucky with that, real lucky, like, I must be doing something right to have such good people around me, but that's a hard thing, I'm I'm hurting so many good people around me, so I wouldn't say, like, lost, lost friends, but I've nearly lost friends, just like, yeah, just with the lies and the, not telling, yeah, I'll get you money, yeah, yeah, I'll pay you back, but never just feeding bullshit to buy me time.
0: Do you feel like the dynamic has changed and maybe they don't trust you as much or do you? are you forthcoming with conversations like this, like, I'm in recovery, I have a problem? What is it like with your mates?
2: Yeah, never really spoken to them much about it. Um, one or two I've really had a deep conversation with, but... Um, I, I don't know if they would get it, and I, that's just probably me being arrogant. Like having a conversation like this is probably all it needs and all it needs to take. Both be vulnerable, but never really, yeah, had a deep conversation about it. Because um, they're not they're they're from back home. They're in Noosa and Melbourne and all that. So I'm not with them every day. To probably I haven't seen them since I've been in recovery.
0: Okay. Do you feel like your mental health throughout this experience has deteriorated, like, at, at points? Like, did you feel ever suicidal or...?
2: Yeah, yeah, million times over. Really? Like, yeah, being, hooked, yeah, on a balcony, ready. Oh, wow. Like, somewhere, and I'm not trying to, like... I'm not taking suicide, but a lot of it was a cry for help. Some like a lot of it was just I need like a cry from the inside for help. I need um, I need help, but I can I'm only desperate. help myself. I'm desperate. Um, two in the morning sitting in my car, and that's the that's the sad thing. And my mental health now is great because I take a lot of strength from what I went through because. Not a lot of people would know the struggle and the self struggle. It's not. I'm not pitying myself at all whatsoever. I caused it all. It wasn't anyone else. So, yeah, it, it was bad. And I still today, because just the saying, like, and it's it's shit to say. I've never really told anyone this, but I still get the thought and me saying out loud, "I want to kill myself today." And I'm fine today I'm happy I'm well content, I should say and but that was just from my mind for the past that I don't know how many years just saying I want, I actually want to, don't want to be here and I don't know if it's some co- subconscious thing, but yeah it's it's a scary place to be very very scary.
0: Oh my gosh it's such a I really appreciate your courage and your vulnerability. it's such a big conversation especially you know I'm really coming at it with having like um I I I don't understand you know and I Mm. think that's the point is like the majority of people that aren't gambling addicts just don't get this you know and they don't it's so hard and that's the point of an addiction you know like it's not it's nonsensical there's no (laughs) reasoning yeah. you can't say it happened because of this or it's like some kind of almost chemical imbalance right it's something in the brain that's fired yep you said that your grandfather was an addict as well Yep. your dad wasn't
2: no no but he had he had trouble with alcohol when we were growing up so he had some kind of addiction. addiction yeah yeah addiction
0: Is it confronting then to think, this is my bloodline, you know, when I have Mm. a child? Yeah. How the fuck do I keep them? How, you know, like, is it, it, do you think that it is? Yeah, 100%. Or do you think that it is, did something traumatic happen, you know?
2: Yeah, well, I've had had this cancellation. I uh, talk to my counsellor and definitely, well, I think it's genetic. Um, okay. And that's the, but I'm not blaming him because, or saying it's an excuse, but, yeah, because I can't really put like I can say my injury, but that's me just saying that's the time where I got bad. Um, but I'm looking at like this is where I'm putting a stop to it. I'm I'm going nut. Nah, like they let it go on, they did what they did, and they passed now. And there's, you know, they, it didn't work for them. Look where, look where it ended up. Now I've got the picture, and only picture in my head of my grandfather is when he passed away. I walked up to his house and all the beer bottles on his veranda And just from the stories mum told me, I'm like, it life didn't work for him. Not saying he did it wrong, but it's so I'm trying to just say like I'm putting stop. Trying to put a stop to this, so I can, when I have a kid, I can show, hopefully show, if I'm, I'm going to still be in recovery, what what you know a life is without gambling and what don't you don't need to be doing.
0: And do you want children?
2: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, definitely want a little grunt running around.
0: And being in recovery and having your partner support you is she in like an al-anon or anything like that yet
2: yeah i think she's on she was on forums trying to scream for help and she kept saying me everyone's saying leave but i don't want to i'm like
0: oh fuck
2: yeah and at the time now saying it or like now i'm like holy shit but at the time I was like, piss off. Like I don't you know, you're getting in the way of my gambling virtually. Like um not I meant it in that like if that makes sense, like my gambling mind is totally. so strong. I was like, fuck you you're in my face when I'm trying to gamble, I can't hide it. I can't, you know, I gotta go in the room, I gotta I wanna watch a race. Like I had to do everything so secretly. So when she wasn't there, it's like, alright, free reign, you know?
0: What do you think it is then? I mean, maybe this is a question for her, but that keeps her there, you know? Yeah. Like, is love enough? It's a it's a lot for a lot of people. It's a lot. Yeah. You know, it's like it's incredible to have someone to support you, anchor you as much as she does, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she keeps me anchored. Like, yeah, I just, I just feel so sorry for her. Like, and I don't know, love is it enough? And that, and it, it's for every different person. They have value of love. She's been shown love in her household. Like, it, like, it's so beautiful when you walk in there. They show love. They know how to show love. And that's what's so beautiful about going into her family and so bad as well, going into her family, knowing the shit I've done to her, like Mm. their daughter. But I love them so much. I love their family so I love her so much and that hurts as well. And, yeah, I probably didn't get the best showing of love, not saying anything, but, yeah, it's different. For my love, my picture of love, no, it wouldn't be enough. I would be right out there
0: do you find now pleasure in other things or is it never as good
2: no I find pleasure in so many different things and the energy I can give those different like work let alone just being present at work not checking my phone for scores I get up every day go to the gym like no matter what, like bags are packed night before. And that's, I'm like a kid at Christmas every night. Like I can't wait for the morning to go to the gym. And that sounds so stupid, but I'd be like kid at Christmas waiting for three o'clock in the morning when a tennis game starts when I was gambling. Right. And that's tr- like taking that, you know, I'm up at four in the morning, I'm doing push-ups, doing a routine every day. My routine's so strict, a bit loose at the same time where I just have to do this workout, takes seven minutes, it has to happen at some time. Not doesn't have to happen, but just things like that have just really given me strength of, of doing, of the recovery and not finding excuses, just hold myself accountable every day of going, all right, this is what I have to do. It's seven minutes in 24 hours. It's not much.
0: Does that mean or feel like your addiction is flipping to something else? Or do you need another addiction and is that okay?
2: To a degree, yes. I'm, I'm a very addictive personality, but if I go without it, without I guess the gym, and that's what my counselor's saying, be very mindful of. If I don't go to the gym I didn't go to the gym Thursday, Friday, Saturday this week because we went away. We're going to go away, but so I'm like, I'm not fast with that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not like hyper like jim, 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 but that's my little like kickstart to my day.
0: Is there anything you feel like we have missed from the point of view of a recovering addict?
2: Um, nah, I, I guess, yeah, I guess for like from my eyes, it would just be like you just gotta keep it so simple. Um all these things now where I am at, whatever, I don't like to keep count and people are gonna be different. People count their days, love counting their days. I'm you know what if I've got four hundred days where tomorrow might be the hardest day of my life. So what what's four hundred gonna do for me today? Yes, it'll give me a little sure. bit of strength. But You know, it's no worse than my next day. So um, that's probably the only real thing. Just keep it very simple. And these things are built up over, like, just worked in my routine. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It's just, yeah, it's just small things just go into your routine day to day. It's just starting
0: is the hardest thing. So you know when you've referred back to, like, there could be a really bad day, it could be the worst day ever, which sounds like a slip, right? Mm. And you gamble. Is there or have you noticed within the past 11 years triggers? Because it just sounded like everything was a trigger. But is there anything now that is like, okay, I'm hyper aware that if this thing happens, I need to go to a meeting or I need to do something?
2: Yeah, a million percent. So, but I'm, I, you know before... You're so close to your, like, you're, you're planning your bet. You know when you're going to slip. So I knew, I'm lucky I go on a Monday to a counsellor and Tuesday's Melbourne Cup every year. So, and I sat down, like, I need, because I've been gambling in Melbourne Cup for the last, what, since I was probably 13, younger. And that, I knew that was going to be a trigger. And that was a, that was a tough day. And I love my sport, so... Throughout the and my, that's what my my brother talk about. So I had to cancel sport. I had to delete all the apps with my phone. You can't even watch it. I can watch it now. Now okay. like rugby league. Like I was meant to go State of Origin, and I was like I can't go. I was like good. it's not good for recovery. I'm like I need to stay away from all these things. I need to. So sports are my trigger. Like American sport, rugby league, AFL, anything. So mm. I just knew I just had to stay well away from him, and even looking at him, checking scores, um, mm. yeah, and that that helped a lot. And I'd said to my brother, said to my family, I'm like, they're like, call me and go, did you see that? I'm like, mate, tell you honestly, I'm not like I'm deep in recovery. I don't want to know
0: about it. Tell me, who are you when no one's watching?
2: Um, good question. I don't know. I've never been asked that. I'd like to say pretty driven, like really, and positive, like in my own, like just really like like happy kind of, like just joyful. I don't know if it, I've, Yeah. Uh, that's a yeah I don't know it's hard to talk about yourself like that because it's such a positive outlook because yeah I don't know
0: that that is enough Mm. I I genuinely thank you so much I know this was you didn't know what you were coming into and you have been so gracious and and generous and open and vulnerable and I know it's first time you would have said lots of those things out loud so really grateful Thank you so much. And I really know it's going to help a lot of people either on the receiving end or in current addiction. So I really appreciate your time.
2: Yeah. No, thank you. Thanks for this support network. So thank you.
0: I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Deep. If it's left you with any burning questions for me or our guests, please hit us up by direct message on Instagram. At what's the deep?
1: Hold up.